one. Two, Good evening. Three, this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. Um, yeah, we have a guest tonight. Um, we're going to call him. Where do, what do you want to be called? Uh, preferably Adam Rehab, I suppose. Adam Rehab? Adam Rehab. You heard it right. All right. What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I guess. <clears throat> okay. Well, you know, we're all the physical. We have the physical abilities, the physical senses, uh, everything we have about us. There's, we could talk about the physical. We could talk about the non-physical. We could talk about, excuse me for that, if you heard that in the podcast, we could talk about things uh, above that, spiritual. Uh-huh. We could talk, talk about things that are below that, which is nothing at all. Okay. So it's your choice from there. We have four quadrants, basically. Are you high? Quadrant. Are you high? So which one do you want to talk about? I'll leave it up to you. Okay. Uh, he's on some kind of substance. It's a natural subject. It's a natural substance. Substance. We, we don't have to stay on a certain subject too long, but no. Um. So, what do you want to talk about? <clears throat> well, I'll start off. How, how about let let me start off with the um, <clears throat> the um, things that came to pass when I first called you um, up, really concerned. And uh-huh. um, you were one of the first people I actually contacted about this after having this dream and this occurrence happen the other night um, where Jeff warned me. Uh-huh. And Jeff, of course, if we were speaking, is a dear friend of mine and uh, Zeus's, uh, which has since passed and has been passed since March of 2018, I believe. 2016. Two, no. 2016? Yes. Holy shit, time flies. Okay, yes. well. And, I, and, and, I've yeah. sent, and I've sensed him before. And here's the well, thing. Here, here's the thing. I'm not, you know, oh, can I see them? Can I hear them? No, 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 no. I can sense them. You have your, you know, your senses, and I can sense him. That's all I'm going to say. And what do you want to say? Well, I think that the time that Jeff has expired on this earth, has drastically changed the course of my life. Um, I can't say in the negative or positive. I just think it's drastically changed. Uh-huh. Because his death in my life so much, it's like melting wax. Uh-huh. When he went away, the wax melted and I lowered as a flame. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer the man I could have been without him in my life. Okay. That makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Jeff was such a positive influence and role model. He was like the perfect gentleman. He was one of these people that you think you would never meet in life. Yeah. Like almost, almost close to godliness. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent on so close to godliness in his daily life. Yeah. If he grew a beard and long hair, you would mistake him for Jesus Christ yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is my word. Okay. But that's who Jeff was. So now, uh, what do you want to ask me in particular about what happened or the experience that I had? What happened in the dream? Okay, well, in the dream, I was asleep all night, by the way. Um, I had gone to sleep probably at about 10 p.m. 
uh, I remained asleep. And of course, um, the latter part of your sleeps and early into the morning is the REM, the more lucid, lucid dreaming state, correct? Yes, REM sleep. Okay. Well, for some reason, I didn't wake up tonight, but I woke up at 4 3 a.m., very sharp, by the way, and all my dogs were just barking crazily. And I, you know, upon awakening like that, you're like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. What is going on? Because, like, you were like, holy shit. Like, you're scared out of your mind, right? But a smart sense of you, if you have a smart sense of yourself, mm-hmm. also thinks about the safety factor and not getting overwhelmed with fear. So, what I did was, I realized what was going on. Yeah, I was scared shitless, but I realized what was going on. I went to my dresser drawer, which a couple of days earlier, I'm glad I did. I took my gun, my loaded gun that I keep, out of my car into my Oh, house. my. So, I had this. So, uh, open the Wait, the connection's going. What the fuck? Right. My window was unlocked to my bedroom. I opened the curtain. A you better check your connection real quick because it was when you were talking, it was kind of uh, distorting. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Tell me where you want me to rewind to. Why? You can always edit this, by the way, so you can always cut out whatever, but just keep going. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to keep it all in. I like the fucking. You know, uh, I'm uncut, and I want the show to be uncut. All right, good. Yeah. Well, I, well, I like that because it presents a more natural feel, and I think that most humans prefer things that aren't really cut upon, like yeah. the media and and things like that. They like so it too. Uh, it's mistakes and everything because in that it reveals the truth, mm-hmm. and I really think that that's what you're going for, and I really appreciate that about your podcast. Thank so you. Thank you for not cutting out any imperfections or anything. No. Just let it go. I'm not Beyonce. So what's your next topic of discussion now that I've discussed that? Have we sort of covered that in sort of some sense, or do you want to continue this and find out a little bit more about what happened? Did he blow you in the dream? Again? Did he um, give you oral in the dream? No, this wasn't sexual at all. Okay. I was in uh, manger um, you, before awakening. You were in a manger? It was of nothing of sexual nature. It, it was very imminent danger. So he appeared to me in my dream. Uh-huh. And in my dream, I was in my uh, opposing room, which I no longer stay in. But the window in that room opens up. And Jeff was knocking on my window. So I opened up the window. And I let Jeff come to my face at the window and he said dude we gotta get out of here I was like okay I trust you so I get into his car and we both drive off to Charlotte somewhere. Mm-hmm. and then I realized where we are it's Jeff's house the one he used to live in and it was with this yeah we my dream remember oh, before you go on though wait wait wait, wait, wait. before you go any further we cannot but what I'm saying is we can't discuss how he died because that can't be on here. Uh, let me finish my story. Okay. So in my dream, we end up escaping for, through my window and we go back to his house, the one that he stayed at right before he died. Uh-huh. 
And I, I remember my dream turning to him and I said, Jeff, I said, Jeff, do you miss this place at all? And this was a few n- nights ago, mind you, when I really had this vivid experience with Jeff. Uh-huh. But I said, Jeff, do you, do you miss this place at all? And immediately with my, when, when my vocal ability of those words left my lips and I ended my sentence, he smiled at me and he said, Adam, I don't miss nothing. Well, immediately, listen to me. Immediately, I woke up. My dogs were barking like crazy. I peeked open through the window because I saw a car running. It was a black car outside of my driveway Mm. with its lights off and some guy banging on my door. Some thug guy. I don't know what. I don't want to say color, race, or religion or anything, but some thug guy. Uh You you can put the picture of that with your which whatever you try to decipher it with, but, but I'm not going to do that for you. But some thug guy was banging on my door, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting, not only the dream, but the fact that two days before I actually decided to take my firearm from my um, uh, car in the glove compartment, which I keep locked, Yeah, uh, I, I unlocked it and took my firearm in, and this was two days prior. So the whole dream with Jeff, the incident that happened, the way that I was able to get to my firearm and show it off to these people to where they sped away very quickly. And uh-huh. So there was more than one? Of on either side. Um, but going back a little bit, and it's mostly how right before the incident, I had that dream where Jeff sort of intervened and said, hey, man, I got a way out for you. And that me is very spiritual, and that's what I want to talk about. So that is the core of this conversation, in my opinion, unless you have any objection to that. Uh huh. How many people were in that car? Me and him, nobody else. Okay. Um. So, do you kind of feel satisfied now that he has visited you? Absolutely. Okay. Good. Absolutely. Good. 100%. Good. I'm sorry for being drunk and slurry if I am, but I, I, my, my intentions are well, well, excuse me. My intentions are well, uh, grammatically, um, you know, embossing. So. Uh huh. Um, so, uh, with the firearm though, you gotta be careful. Uh, mine or what? Are you talking about my firearm? Yeah, because, you know... Um, okay, listen. I've got a semi-automatic. Uh-huh. 1995. It's called a Roman. Romani. No, excuse me. Carpati. Excuse me. I was thinking the brand name. It's called a Carpati Model 95. And the Model 95 was made... You know, pretty much, it, it was made in '95. It's uh-huh. a really recent handgun, and it's a semi-auto, and it's a 380. It's not a nine millimeter, but it's semi-auto, and it's a gun uh-huh. police and Finnish police and police up north. Like okay, but Norway, well, okay, a we don't have to go into so that. But what I want to talk about is, though, is um, okay. If yeah, yeah, because we can't go into the detail of guns. Well, I. I I think you're rushing me in a certain sense. No, I'm not rushing you, but all I asked was to be careful with the the gun 
Because, okay, you just woke up, right? Right. Okay, you just woke up. And so there's a state of, you know, anytime you wake up, you're you're going to have oh, some. I'm, I'm frightened as fuck, right? Yeah. Because, what, look, despite how awake anybody really is in their life. Uh-huh. You know, the state of being in fear, even even if for a split second, is so extreme. And then your consciousness takes over. Uh And however truthful you are in your awakened state um, really depends on, you know, the amount of fear that you experience. I I actually experience very, very little fear because of my awakeness. Okay. Um, I think that most people experience fear because of their lack of awakeness and being ignorant. Uh, and, and it's not, it, it's, it's not their fault. A lot of it is just them not realizing or not allowing, uh, external components to come into their life, which would allow them to wake them up. So a lot of people stay asleep forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to liven it up because, you know, so why, I, why the fuck do you roll your own cigarettes? I don't understand that. What is that about? Are you afraid that you're going to put some... Why the fuck do you roll your own cigarettes? What, are you going to put breadcrumbs in there or something? No. Um, the reason I roll my own cigarettes is for three reasons. <clears throat> shouldn't First be smoking all, at all. I really don't want to smoke. Uh-huh, you shouldn't okay. be. Number two, I do smoke. And I obviously have an issue with being able to quit. And I, uh-huh. I acknowledge that also. So I do smoke. And I go to the store... And let's say I buy, I don't know how much I smoke, a pack a day maybe. Uh-huh. So in five in five days, that's how much money? On a lot. Average, like a pack here is like $5 a pack on average. Mm-hmm. So that's $20 a week you spend in cigarettes, correct? Yeah. And in California, it's probably more like 30 to $40 you spend a week on cigarettes. I have a lot of friends that smoke, now, yeah. Now, here's the thing. If I was to go to a tobacco shop me not being the person that is willing to actually quit smoking right now, but Mm -hmm. uh, actually enjoy it when I drink, which I uh, oftentimes do. But regardless of that, and uh, that being a part of it, (laughs) whatever. Listen, I was in a tobacco shop, okay? So I was like, okay, I have the machine that I bought a few years ago. It was Uh like $40, yeah. Okay, but it, it takes tubes. You buy the tubes for $2. You buy a whole bag. I'm talking like a gallon-sized fucking bag of tobacco for like um, maybe $12. So you've got $12 and $2 in the price of your machine, which I had already for a couple of years. So really it was that $12 and $2, $14 mm-hmm. I spent, right? And so I came home that night and we rolled so many fucking cigarettes. I'm telling you. It's a cheapened experience that only a few can appreciate okay. the smokers out there. But I do not intend to remain a smoker for my life. But yeah, because yes, you need to quit. Very, very quit. smart uh, move. Uh, being a smoker and of anybody that is smoking right now watching this podcast, if you do smoke, I encourage you to go to your local tobacco store and do as I did. Quit buying from the mainstream media. And if you want my opinion, stop altogether. Well, that is my ultimate goal, yes. And I do not disagree with you on that. Because what, I know a lot of people uh, that smoke. And when your clothes smell like cigarettes, 
It's. Uh, I mean, I, know, I have to literally wash I, my I fucking clothes. Personally, I don't personally smoke cigarettes. I know people who do because uh-huh. they don't uh, regularly wash their mouth out or wash their hands or their body. Mm-hmm. But I am very, very clean. I take multiple showers throughout the day. I also mm-hmm. wash my hands probably like a doctor does. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I brush my teeth uh, fairly often, and then I clean mm-hmm. with uh, um, things that are necessary to do so after eating. Um, so I, I very rarely have any residue left. So, do you do you have any? Um, because you know it does affect. Oh, why is the screen going blank? Hold on, it does affect your um, your um, sexual performance. Does it affect yeah. your? It affects sex your drive, sexual performance. Sex drive. That's why you need to quit. It has. Yeah, it has. Um, last time I was, you would rather have a cigarette work. than get fucked. Uh, I can't hear you. What? You would rather have a cigarette than have sex. Uh, let me explain it to you. I love my cigarettes. Okay. Uh huh. I used to love sex. I still do. But I really like my cigarettes, and I sort of like sex. Uh huh. <laughs> And the reason for my being is actually a legitimate lack in libido. Uh, what I was going to mention to you uh, before uh, unknown caller, you know, you started talking. Uh, I sort of hesitated for a second to allow you to talk. Uh-huh. Um, what I was wanting to mention to you was that I was going to the wellness center, and this wellness center did chiropractic work, which I've always needed all my life because of my tense nature and anxiety and, and the PST that I've been through as a kid and all this, you know, it starts early and it grows. So, I mean, it takes a toll on your life. So, uh-huh. yes, I had, I had my wellness center. I had my chiropractic. Dude, I had my um, Asian, uh, what do they call it, where they stick the needles and pins in you in different places? Um... um, um, um. Acupuncture? Acupuncture, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I've had that alongside of my chiropractic work. I've had a lot of stuff done on me, and, um, you know, I can honestly say that acupuncture actually works, man. There's like a nerve center, a nerve bundle in your body that Mm -hmm. sort of radiates throughout your body like tree limbs, you know, and and not only till tree limbs, but think of tree limbs turned to fibers and fibers turned to atomic molecules. I mean, this is how far-reached that these uh, pinpointed locations in your body go. So this doctor of mine, my uh, chiropractor, would also do this acupuncture. And he would put pins when he popped that pin in. And it was like minuscule pins. Not, I mean, you could poke one in your arm at any second and you wouldn't even feel it. Mm-hmm. That's, how pain, that's how painless they are. But I'm telling you, this doctor knew the point. He studied these points in Japan or wherever he studied. Yeah. But he was my chiropractor as well. So think about this. He would pop my back. Uh, I would be totally fucking relaxed, right? And then he would start doing this acupuncture. He would have pins in the top of my head. He would have pins in my ear, inside my ear, inside my nose, inside my jaw, inside my neck all down my back, all down my shoulder blades, in my legs, in my feet, in my toes even. And guess what? By the end of it, when I got done, I was I felt so fucking pure and enlightened. But it was only because he had released all that negative tension that has been building up in these energy centers of mm-hmm. our body. 
and he knew the exact precise location okay. to do this at. So this type of therapy helped me for years. Really? But it was very, very interesting. So, um, but like, what are you on right now? You're, you're not on rolled cigarettes. What am I what now? What are you on right now? What am I on right now? You don't want to say. Um, I have drank uh, some alcohol. Okay. I have smoked some weed and I have smoked a few cigarettes and I just did take a Klonopin to relax myself. Oh my God. Klonopin, huh? To relax myself, yes. Because if I do not relax myself, my thoughts tend to ramble and I really shut off. It's almost like a um, mm-hmm. film that's been on for a million years. And okay. Found it. So um, you're not going to hear this not right now? But you're going to hear this in the mix. Okay. Okay. Hey there, little Klonopin is at home. Did he go and leave the pill bowl alone? You got a bad desire. Oh, Klonopin's on fire. There you go. Huh? Oh, so did that uh, clarify your uh, question that you had? Uh, regarding that which you've asked. Yeah, it's all it's all down now. I got it. Thank you. All right, no problem. So what's next? Um, it doesn't have to be something of substance, you know, like, uh, you know, recent happenings or whatever I think on this topic or that topic. It needs to be very broad. I like to have different topics into so, one bowl. I stay in one discussion too long. I want to broaden our discussions to where we sort of cover uh huh. Well, like I said, I only do like a f- uh, a few minutes on here. I don't like to long overdo it. Okay. Oh, he's reconnecting. <laughs> yeah, but you hear it at first, people. Oh, clumping on fire. Yeah. I love that song. I love Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen, I'm sorry. You know what's funny is a lot of people, oh, I don't like him because he's that liberal. Okay, fuck off. What's this? Um, That was out in rehab. Um, But in a little bit, wait, what's he doing? Okay. It's like, it's like we're entering space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Adam Rehab Enterprise. And the Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, okay. Leave the message. No, I'm not going to leave the message. <laughs> yeah. He's been begging me to do that because I went, I was at my friend's house. That's kind of fucking pissed me off, but whatever. He's okay with it. And he kept saying to me, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Let's do a and I'm like, I'm at my friend's house, you know, and I don't want to be disrespectful and just leave. And, you know, we ate our dinner and I was like, you know, hey, it was worth it, you know, because here's the thing. I'm not going to drop everything. You know, there are certain people I'm going to do that for. But, you know, those are like their kids. So it's different. Like if I'm doing something, my nephew says, hey, come over. I need you. OK. You know, that's different. So. Yep. Hmm. I'm I'm not looking forward to next week, but that's just me, you know. 
And um, yeah. So I didn't want to bring the show down because, you know, this is humor. And we can talk about spiritual things if you want. I think sometimes when, you know, there's like a ghost about, it's kind of funny, you know. Takes me all the way back to uh, I'm not the doctor because I'm not. This is like one of her gems. I'm not the doctor. Uh, I thought about being a shrink years ago, but I'm not the doctor. That has too much echo for my taste. Um, you know what I am feeling right now, though? And I'll tell you. I'm feeling this. I'm always feeling that. Yeah, they love rage. Clap for the motherfuckers. Yeah. I got shit to do, people. You gotta love that song. 1996. They should have run won a Grammy for that. I like Year of the Boomerang, though, because that kind of fits into what we're going right now. You're right with that, yeah. So, you know, it's... No, I want to keep him on. I want to keep him on. I love Rage. Yeah. It's perfect. Perfect for all of us. So, it's Thursday. I'm not looking forward to next week, but it's like, you know, I need to go and do it. So... But it was good having that out of rehab on here. Yeah. So, you know, oh my God, what is this? I got people calling me. I got people, you know, it's like, I'm busy. Sometimes I just want to turn it all off. But no, you can't. So. Okay. Anyways, this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. Uh, because I have been asked to clean it up. So I'm going to give a cup of shut the F up to um, the administration. I'm going to continue, you know. And Paul Ryan, you piece of shit. My God, you are Dracula. I'm trying to suck everybody dry for your P90X. You're not even all that. Come on. Come on. And he listens to Rage Against the Machine. But, you know, obviously he's not listening to the lyrics. He's he's just P90Xing it, you know what I mean? Ta- he's trying to be your typical dumb jock, you know. This is the Doctor Zeus podcast. Unpleasant dreams, dreams. I might be back later because we're gonna try to get Mister Texas. Okay. Good night. <laughs>